BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Wednesday, July 29th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. What you need to know about today's congressional testimony from Amazon, Apple, Google, and Facebook. First, though, President Trump never asked President Putin about Taliban bounties to kill American soldiers. That's today's one big thing. Jonathan Swan is the chief political correspondent for Axios. On Tuesday morning, he had an exclusive interview with President Trump for Axios on HBO. It's been widely reported that the U.S. has intelligence indicating that Russia paid bounties or offered to pay bounties to Taliban fighters to kill American soldiers. You had a phone call with Vladimir Putin on July 23rd. Did you bring up this issue? No, that was a phone call to discuss other things. And frankly, uh, that's an issue that uh, many people said was uh, fake news. We discussed numerous things. We did not discuss that, no. And you've never discussed it with him? I have never discussed it with him, no. Jonathan, can you explain what's going on in this clip? Well, I had an interview with President Trump, and one subject that he's never been pressed on is the question of whether he has raised with Vladimir Putin the intelligence that indicates that Russia has been paying bounties to the Taliban to kill American soldiers. I thought, well, I've got this opportunity to really press him on it. And it's an issue that I think resonates with Americans because it's about American soldiers. So it's a very serious issue and something that is legitimate to ask whether in a conversation with Vladimir Putin, and he's had more than one since we've found out about this intelligence, whether he would raise that with him. So Jonathan, what did the president say when you asked him about this? So he said no. I was expecting him to say, I'm not discussing what I talked about with Vladimir Putin. But he just said no. And he made clear that he doesn't believe the intelligence. But what we do know, and this is not in dispute, is that Russia has been supplying weapons and money to the Taliban. President Trump's former head of US forces in Afghanistan, General John Nicholson, said this on the record in 2018, that Russia had been arming the Taliban. So I said to him, isn't that enough of a basis to confront Putin over the issue of the deaths of American soldiers. And that was a remarkable part of the interview because President Trump said basically that he hadn't heard about that, or maybe he'd heard about it, but it never reached his desk. I don't know. When you say arming, is the Taliban paying or are they giving Russia is supplying weapons Uh, and money to the Taliban. I have heard that, but it's never, again, it's never reached my desk. Then hold on a second. He didn't know about Russia supplying arms to the Taliban? Yeah. And then he said, well, what are they doing? And I told him, I said, they're supplying weapons. And then he also drew a strange analogy to say, well, we used to arm them, talking about back when the Mujahideen and the Soviet Union. I said, well, what's that got to do with anything, really? We're talking about today. We're not talking about a different era. So it was really quite an extraordinary exchange. 
And Jonathan, in the meantime, there does continue to be an ongoing U.S. intelligence investigation into the deaths of U.S. soldiers, especially three Marines who were killed in a truck bombing last year. I should be very clear about this. There is not consensus reportedly within the U.S. intelligence community. And the New York Times, which broke the story, has laid out a number of details about the way that this information came about. A lot of it seems to be human intelligence from captured Taliban fighters. But U.S. officials have repeatedly stated that they have no evidence whatsoever linking any of these alleged bounties to the death of an American soldier. And that's a very, very important point. This is not clear cut. This is quite complicated and nuanced. And that's why I keep coming back to the second part of that question, because it's not particularly complicated or nuanced whether Russia has been supporting the Taliban. That is a widely held view within the American intelligence community. Why do you think it matters whether or not President Trump brings this up with President Putin? It matters because it gets to the question of whether he's willing to confront Russia over their malign activities, whether it be election meddling, which he was very reluctant to even believe happened in 2016, or whether it's these issues about arming an enemy, granted that has struck a peace deal with America earlier this year, but until very recently, the Taliban was killing American soldiers in Afghanistan. It also comes at a time where he's basically picking a fight with allies by trying to invite Russia back into the G8. I suspect you'll be hearing much more about this from Democrats and Joe Biden. Jonathan Swan is the chief political correspondent for Axios. On Monday night, you can watch the entire interview with President Trump on Axios on HBO. We'll be back in 15 seconds with a prep sheet for today's big tech testimonies on the Hill. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Axios Today. Big tech is in the congressional spotlight. The CEOs of Apple, Facebook, Google, and Amazon are appearing together for the first time, virtually, of course, to answer questions around misinformation, privacy, and whether their companies need to be reined in. Ashley Gold covers technology for Axios. The App Store controls the entire app ecosystem and is the gatekeeper of all other apps. That's Apple's problem. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp gobbling up its competition by buying competitor apps. Another thing you could say for Facebook is all of the data that Facebook has. That is a major problem in a lot of lawmakers' eyes. For Amazon, it's the fact that they are a marketplace and a seller. And then for Google, it'd be search and advertising are the two big problems and their dominance in both of those spaces. What are you going to be watching for today? Personally, I'm really, really, really interested in seeing how Jeff Bezos reacts to a congressional investigation. We've seen Mark Zuckerberg. Senator, we run ads. We've seen Tim Cook and we've seen Sundar Pichai. For any service we provide our users, uh, we go to great lengths to protect their privacy. All testified before Congress before, but we have never seen Jeff Bezos testify 
he's usually not the one that has to get trotted out before lawmakers. What are you going to be looking for with Facebook, in addition to everything else that you mentioned as well? Going to be looking for Mark Zuckerberg to say that Facebook is an American success story, that it should not be punished for being big and making lots of money. He's certainly going to bring up TikTok and say that TikTok is a growing competitor and that a American company, Facebook, must stay big to compete with the likes of Chinese-owned companies like TikTok. So, Ashley, other industries have gone through this. Would you say this is similar to regulatory change that has happened, for example, with airlines or even the tobacco industry? We have a lot of folks saying that this is big tech's big tobacco moment or big bank moment. It's yet to be seen whether Congress will actually come to an agreement on what needs to be done and pass laws that majorly change the tech industry like they did do for airlines and tobacco and banks. But the conditions that led up to those changes are all here. What power does Washington have to regulate tech companies as they are in existence right now? Congress in and of itself cannot break up a tech company. However, Congress can enact laws that determine how federal agencies can regulate tech companies. So if Congress chose to, it could pass a new antitrust law that had stricter provisions for what constitutes anti-competitive behavior, which is what they're looking at right now. Ashley Gold is a tech reporter for Axios. Before we leave you today, if you've run out of TV to binge during the pandemic, yesterday's Emmy nominations might provide some inspiration. This is your bebe, Jocelyn, and an artistic cradle robber. I am not. That's the unmistakable accent of Katherine O'Hara. She received 15 nominations with the rest of the cast and crew for the final season of Schitt's Creek. I'll tweet out the full list of nominees, and you can catch the Emmy Awards on September 20th. That does it for us today. You can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or reach out to me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast recap. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Hold up. 